Hey, hey guys. guys, and welcome back to another episode of Pod, Pod With Us. I am Mike. And I'm Daisy. And we are your hosts, and today is all about episode four. Whoop, whoop. Daisy, what do we have in store for our listeners? Well, I guess we're climbing off the back of last last week's episode. <laughs> because we released every two weeks, yes? <laughs> last last week. Last last week's episode, which was all about the engagement. It yes. was how you proposed to me. Yeah, it was my episode, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Although I think I did quite a significant amount of talking. Well, considering it was your it was proposal your as, as much as it was my proposal. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was really me just lining out how it was done. What did I, what did I do? And how everything was just really stitched together as an experience. And it was a beautiful day. If you guys have not heard that episode, then please do jump onto, skip, not even skip, jump, hop, hop. skip, run, hop. <laughs> you got to leap over those mountains to catch that episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on YouTube, on Google. I mean, we are everywhere. So, um, yeah, come catch up if you have not yet caught up on our story so far. Um, but for yeah. those of you who have caught up, um, this episode is all about the wedding. So I don't know why we just decided to do a musical interlude. Man, 2024 is built different already. <laughs> new songs are happening, new vibes are happening, new flow, flow, flow. We've been flowing. We flowing. But yes, today is all about our wedding because I guess we had a very... Um, for that time, unusual wedding, mm. but for right now, very usual wedding, which sounds strange, but makes sense. When we take the term, you guys are going to get it. So yeah, we basically had what would be considered today a micro wedding. Micro wedding. So you got the macro wedding, which is the big one, and no nothing held back, no mm. no bars holding it, yada yada yada. Um, or you can just go for the micro wedding where you focus on the key elements of what makes a wedding a wedding and you just focus on that. Right. That's exactly what we did nine years ago. Nine years ago, guys. Hello. And then it was absolutely absurd. Like we really, <laughs> we really had some questions to answer like people were like what's going on why 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 are you doing the big shebang and I think I was always that girl that wanted the massive big huge wedding day I had always been talking about yeah. a massive wedding day but um yeah when the time came <laughs> that's not the route we went down at all and that's what it's all about it's about you know expectation versus the reality mm. isn't it? it's how do we get from the I will, which is, of course, yes, I'm going to do this. I will do this to now I do's and mm. how do I do this? Okay. Right. Okay. I want, to, I, I, I want to do it this way, but we have to do it this way. Right. And there were like two key reasons, really. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest questions we always get asked is number one, why did we choose to do a small wedding? Mm -hmm. And then number two, why did we get married so quickly? Because we essentially went from meeting in October to saying I do in August, the yeah. following August. Super quick, eight months. So yeah, it was super quick. So yeah, what what's your thoughts, Mr. Celestine? Why did we decide to get married so quickly? And why such a small wedding? I think it goes down to the whole um, wedding versus marriage. What's the wedding? Mm. What is the marriage? Mm. And what 
how much importance do we put on both of them mm. and how much attention do we give both? How much investment right. do we put in at a particular time in our lives? And um, to me, the wedding is the event. The wedding is the wedding of two individuals coming together, joining together as one through covenant vows mm. and people come and they witness those vows and they attest to those vows and they celebrate those vows in the reception and everything else that flows after the marriage to me is then let's call let's call uh the wedding day zero mm. uh, that's launch that mm. is yeah you started but then the marriage is then day one mm. when everyone's gone home mm-hmm. everyone's taken their extra extra plastic uh, containers of your jollof <laughs> or your mac and cheese or your fried chicken mm-hmm. or the extra cakes that weren't eaten. Mm-hmm. Everyone's gone home and everyone's looking at the you, Instas. Uh, oh, you, you can be calling that jollof and not call out your East African babe's rice. Hello. 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 Fried rice. Um, hello, that is not our rice. Oh, uh-huh, tell me. <laughs> that is not the Kenyan rice. Could you rice. cook a lot of fried rice? No, pilau. Okay, pilau rice. This right. is hello. That's not really a Kenyan. I've, when I've heard of pilau rice, I'm hearing it mostly in, in the Asian countries, the Southern Asian countries like India or Sri Lanka. That's when I heard what pilau. What Kenyan event have you been to without pilau No, rice? no, I'm not saying that and a Kenyan event doesn't have pilau. I'm saying that pilau to me in belongs to the southern Asian countries, yeah. not to East African countries. Yeah, I get it. But Pilau is definitely uh, a staple I, I, I stand, of I, Kenya. I, I stand educated. <laughs> well, I'd rather I sit educated on the court. But I? yes, you were saying that day one... <clears throat> Day one is marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when everyone's said and done eating their bits and taking their bits, um, are they there in the house with you? Are they there in the room with you? Are they Mm. there on day one with you thinking, how are we going to live our life? And one thing that really didn't attract us to the macro wedding was typically macro weddings are 10K plus, 20K plus in Mm. terms of cost and expenditure. And depending on just life circumstances, that may not be money that you can easily come by within six months, mm. within the year. Mm. Hence why people, I think people wait when they get married because there's all that, that lead up time they want to save, they want to book, they want to buy, they want to do all these kind of things. Mm. And that's a lot of money for some people to just spend in one day for uh, to show people that they are getting married. Also, they get, they're getting wedded mm. um, and married in, uh, in those moments. Um, and so day one, you could be sat down with bills, mm. invoices from the contractors, the vendors mm. that you hired, the DJs thinking, yeah, I've finished tonight. Cha-ching. Hello. Pay up. Where's the pay up? Mm-hmm. Um, videographer is saying, yeah, where's the pay up? Mm. Um, I've got your stuff ready, but I don't want to list it until you pay up. Mm. Um, caterers and decorators and all kinds of different people who've brought your event together mm. are looking to pay up. Um, that's notwithstanding the fact that maybe you must, you have to have moved into a new home, for example, mm. find a new home, you've got part down deposits and all these things. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying all these things have to happen on day one, but day one is filled with all of the reality mm. that now as a married couple, you've got to move forward in that. And we was thinking... That's not for us. Yeah, exactly. And I think even thinking further back to that, when we think about our original guest list, our original guest list was like 500 people. Oh, because of you though. I mean... I mean, I knew like 30 people. <laughs> he was like, I need this person, I need that person, I need this person, I need that person. I'm just like, girl! 
<laughs> no, don't try it. Don't try it. Like your family wasn't massive. Yeah, they were like, massive. Your family is much bigger than mine. Yeah. So pretty sure half of that was your family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, we had a crazy guest list. And I think in retrospect, we probably could have comfortably done about 200, 250 guests, uh, a wedding of 200, 250 guests and not been so overwhelmed. Um but I do remember my mom talking about castles and all these buildings mm. and it just started to feel like an event. And I think that was the overwhelming feeling that made me stop and feel like this is a bit much. Um, and then I also felt like I didn't even know what I wanted. I started questioning everything and I started mm. feeling like, do I really want a wedding, like a big wedding? Do yeah. I want like this massive big event? Yeah. Do I want a small event? Do I want a medium event? Like what do I actually want? What like and then I think at first we were we were adamant. We were like, okay, f- that's fine. Do you know what? Let's just hold off a year, mm-hmm. save a little bit more, and then that will be perfect enough to kind of top up to what we wanted. Right. Um at the time. And then in the course of that waiting it just kind of felt like I remember saying to you that I don't want to wait anymore. Like, I just feel like I just want to get the marriage started. And it felt like I was delaying the marriage for the wedding. Yeah. And that just didn't feel right. So even though we didn't, we we felt like, okay, is it wise to spend everything that we have right now on the wedding? No, it wasn't. But is it also wise to delay the marriage for the wedding? Yeah, for a day. For one day. Which, which when you think about it, mostly the day is to show other people. It's to entertain other people. It's to uh, welcome other people. That's important to you to witness um, the the covenant vows and to celebrate that. And And in and of itself, it's a beautiful thing. Like, we are in no way slating a big wedding. Like, it's a beautiful thing to have that celebration and have your family and friends gathered around and celebrating you. Like, that is a blessing in itself. Of course. But most weddings um, who that have the, you know, the big celebrations, it's not really for the couple. I don't. I mean, yeah. in my opinion, anyway. And uh, you guys can let us know if you think different. Just let us know. Just you know, put in the comment box on YouTube or just let us know on on on, on IG. But I, I feel most of that stuff is done for the guests. Um, yes, you want to capture memories as the couple. If you have like a a photo box, for example, or you have the spinning camera when you stand on the platform, or you have an Which idea, is dope, multiple. By the way. Yeah, it is. So I good. can't lie. Can't, <laughs> can't lie. Or you have like um, different IG corners where they can take pictures, or you get the beautiful events. So every angle is great. I mean, this is great because you want to capture those videos and those moments. But how many people actually use your hashtag to tag their pictures when they put it up on their socials? Mm. You don't, I, I, I haven't witnessed a lot. I don't see a lot. Um, but anyway, again, I'm not bashing big weddings. I'm just thinking about uh, the economical decision that we, we took yeah. to focus our money, our investment into marriage, day one and beyond, rather than day zero. Yeah. Um, but there was also another reason that we, that we said, it was more of a spiritual reason, a purity reason, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was, look, I've as a single person you you wait uh, and you, you wait in relatively rel- relative peace mm. and you're like okay I'm burning up of course I want my my wife my husband but at the same time I'm like they're not here mm. so I'm waiting but I can relatively calm myself down and just chill out until that person arrives but when that person does arrive 
you don't have to hope anymore. Mm. That person's there. They They're said there. yes. You said yes. You can see them. You, you can, can see them. hear them. You can, can hear smell them. them. You can, smell you can them. feel them. All of that. They are there. And uh, you are only weeks, months away from your I do. Right. When everything is, there's no restrictions. There's no like, oh, no, this and no, that. It's just, yeah, it's pretty much a yes all mm. the way around. So you, you begin to wake up the hope you begin to wake up the pleasing of love and affection and intimacy and everything that flows in between those three and more and so it's tough you know um obviously we want to spend more time around each other and and the more that i looked at you the more that i'm falling in love with you the more that i'm appreciating your beauty the more i speak to you the more i'm exploring your intellect and every part of you (laughs) is just like telling me I want you more and more and more and more and more. <laughs> and the burn up is mad. Do you, do you remember the first time we held hands? Oh, yeah. I'm done. Walking under the bridge to a friend's house. <laughs> it, was one of the, it was one of those things, wasn't it? It's was like I was walking and then my, my, my little finger brushes your yeah. little finger. It was like a Hollywood movie. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a movie, it would have been in slow-mo. Like, we'd have been walking in the rain. And then it was like, they show our hands swift and moving, you know, back and forth as we're walking, you know, in brisk motion. And then suddenly, there's that slow-mo moment when the two little pinkies... Ding. <laughs> <laughs> but that's honestly what it felt like. It was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, just, I think I just grabbed your <gasps> hand. I was like, what's, yeah. what's the point, man? Just... Yeah. Hand and I think it was like what four, five, six, maybe ten seconds maximum. You was like, Mike, I'm feeling uncomfortable. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I let go and I said, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't I didn't try that again. But there was just too much electricity. 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 <laughs> but uh, I honestly did feel like I know no, that probably sounds so stupid and so silly to people, but honestly it just felt like, oh wow, this this was intense and I think it's because in that moment yeah. the moment felt so intense because what's behind it is right. all the intention all the, anticipation. the build up the anticipation yeah, exactly. so it was just like do you know what bro right now Shield. you need to let go you of that hand shield, bro. because that hand is going to turn into something else and something else and something else so you get just relax just relax not today sir yeah so we let go and we just recognize the moments and like, yeah. And it's those little things, isn't it? It's just safeguarding ourselves and saying yeah. to ourselves, look, it could happen to anybody. We're not different from any human being right. out there. So why are we delaying the wedding for the sake of who? Yeah. Again, oh, the guest and people need to make plans and book their annual leave. And I'm like, why are we doing That's all this them? for other people? Right. What is right for us? Yeah. And so the reasons begin to stack up, like the economical reasons and why there's no point in doing macro as of yet. In fact, we deferred it, didn't we? We deferred it down the line. We'll do the macro later. Yeah, we but had said that we'll do it next year. <laughs> and the year after, and the year after. And the year after. Yeah. And here's year nine. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's still the year after. It's still the year after. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we did that reason. And then you got the the sanctity reason, the sanctification reason. Yeah. And it was like, the the reasons are overwhelmingly in our favor. Yeah. So we decided to go for that and just tell people this is what we're going to do. And what I love about our community is that they, they got it. And they was like, yeah, yeah we, a bit surprised, but we respect that. And yeah. And we trust that you're making the right decision. And yeah. By God's grace, it was. It was, by God's grace. Um, here we are, by God's grace. Yes, we are. It was any regrets? No. 
No regrets. No regrets. Yeah. I have one regret. What's that? Oh, no. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Let them into the world. Let them into the regret. I don't know if I'll ever get over this, but um, (laughs) anyone who knows us very well probably knows this one regret, which is, guys, I don't know why and I don't know what possessed me, but I wore pink on my wedding day. On that blessed day that was our wedding day, I walked down the aisle in a pink dress. A lovely pink dress. It was a cute pink dress. I mean, I would definitely change the dress now if I could go back in time. Not even just the colour. I would just change the whole style. But the colour is what's most offensive to me now. Because I'm like, what possessed me? And I look at my girls. Girls, you know who you are. How did y'all let me walk down the aisle in pink? You're going to never let that one down. Oh, even my mama. You let me walk down the aisle in pink. And there's no disrespect to anybody who willingly chooses to walk down the aisle in a pink dress but those who know me daisy know that that is just so not me so i don't know oh i don't know how but that's something that i wish i could go back and change and i guess the thinking behind it was i really wanted to wear the big white dress for yeah the next the the I, macro I think that wedding, was it so that was speak. your that was your reasoning yeah so i was like let year. me save it yeah and exactly. then wear just something simple because it was meant to be i mean our wedding day was our wedding was a very small, intimate wedding. Yeah. It was originally supposed to be about 12 people, but I think we ended up with about 30. Um, and it was guys, and I'm not just saying this because I'm biased, because it was us, but honestly, it was amazing. It was so beautiful. It was so intimate. It was just, oh, it was just everything that I didn't know I wanted. Yeah. In one, literally, I think that's the best way I can describe it. I had always wanted a massive, big, huge wedding. Um, and never in my wildest dreams would I even have considered what was our wedding day. I would never have even considered that. But living it and walking through it was the most amazing feeling. Mm. I remember having a sense of peace and a sense of safety. Yeah. Like I remember looking around and feeling like I know every single person here personally. Yeah. Like we know them, know them. Yeah. Like these are people that I can walk into their house at any time. I can call them. I can like, we have a real connection with every single person in this room. And I remember feeling safe enough to be vulnerable around them in that Mm, moment. mm, mm, mm. And it was just so beautiful because even when we said our vows, when we were pronounced husband and wife, I remember we turned around, looked back and everybody was crying. Yeah. And it was just such a beautiful moment that it meant that much to them because they knew us personally. They knew our journey. They had walked it with us. Yeah. So it was just as emotional for them as it was for us. Yeah. And that just made me feel so like, oh, you guys get it too. Like, yes. Proper witnessing the marriage. Proper witnessing your vows. Literally. We know the steps you have taken to stand in front of each other on this day and say, I do. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think actually in retrospect, there's probably only maybe like two people at the wedding, um, at our wedding that probably were like, "Mm, would I still have them there? And probably not. Mm -hmm. But I guess that's also the beauty of growth 
is that we can look back on things and think, do you know what? The wedding day may not have been absolutely perfect and as amazing as it was, it wasn't perfect, but it did everything and it served its purpose in terms of setting us up for our marriage. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's also a perfect reflection of marriage in the sense that not everything's going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Not everything's going to be great. And we definitely look back on certain things even now in our nine years and think, Hmm, should we have done that differently? Or could we have done this better? Or maybe we should have done this, but that's all still part of the marriage. That's all still part of the growth and the, the, the process. So definitely I know now that how we did things nine years ago is maybe not necessarily how we would do things now. And I think I'd still definitely keep it small and intimate because I love that part of it. But there are definitely still some other aspects, like the dress, for example, <laughs> I hear you. that I may change. I hear it. I hear it. And that's part of life. Mm. That's part of life. Absolutely. And I think when we make these decisions, these mature decisions, these critical decisions, decisions for you, for you as a couple, that early on, you're only setting yourself up for success mm. because you're listening to each other. You are preferring each other. You are making each other a priority, their needs, mm. a priority in your decisions. Mm. And it really does lead nicely into what we believe as Christian couples, how we want to form our marriage based upon God's word. And we see Ephesians 5, um, we, we kicks off in that marriage, the marriage chapter mm-hmm. where you know, the first thing kicks off in verse 21, where it speaks about submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. And I think before any marriage can take off successfully based on the Christian values is you must have the mutual submission to each other. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily saying everything is 50-50 and my power is your power, your power is my power. It's saying let's submit to each other in first, have reverence for Christ. Have the fear of the Lord as as the main ingredient upon which the whole flavor of the cake depends. Mm. And I'm, I'm hearing the echoes of Derek Prince in my mind uh, when I say that to you. Um, it's a great advice, some great sage advice, great spiritual advice from, from that man of God. But before we can practice wives submitting and husbands loving is first and foremost, do you... Do you have a relationship with Christ? Mm. Are you submitted to him? Mm. First and foremost, do you have a healthy view and a healthy fear of who he is and what we are representing ultimately? Because our marriage is a platform Mm. for people to look at and uh, see the relationship of Christ in this church and turn the church to Christ. Um, last Sunday, we were we, we joined the fellowship and I was listening to a, a preacher talk about what the church should be to the world. Mm. And a really, really great analogy of um, when a new development is being built, mm. uh, be it um, a commercial um, estate, be it a residential estate, obviously everything's in plan and mm. it's been built off the plan. And it, that takes a number of number of years. But what does the, what does the developer do to show prospective buyers, whoever they may be, what the vision is, what it will look like. And they will build a showroom and that showroom will have everything built to the highest specifications. Typically Mm. everything's looking like, wow, I'm walking into a place that is almost turnkey. Mm. I'm speaking residential terms here. And what they're trying to get you to visualize is this is what the rest of the estate, the rest of the, the plan looks like when it's fully furnished and fully finished and fully done up. And that's what the church is. 
I think, to the rest of the world. When you look upon um, her operations, when you look upon mm -hmm. her activities, when you look upon her people, when you look upon um, the love and everything else, you will know that we are Christians by the way that we love each other, through the way that we speak to each other, love each other, all those kind of things, right? Mm -hmm. And that is in turn saying this is a showroom to the future state that God is going to bring in uh, for his son, the the end times, the eschatological <laughs> let's just say end times um, and, and, and bring that and usher in the new kingdom so when people right. look at the church they should see the kingdom in effect the kingdom yeah. in action yeah and the same thing for marriage yeah you know people should look upon our marriage and say this is the showroom for a good healthy home a good healthy home mm. um, that is uh, set up and equipped um, as much as they can be to raise um, godly children, to raise good um, citizens mm. who are ready to contribute to society in a positive and impactful way. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that I think that is that's what marriage to me is is really all about. And you know, even thinking back to that sense of the wedding day, so to speak, it's also thinking about how can we, as a couple who are entering into this marriage submit our wedding day to the lord right how can we That's offer good. that up to that god so and good. say lord as much as this is our day yeah. it's your day too that is it's so your good, chance for you to like have your way let your will be done on this day too so it's being able to say yeah. do you know what my desires no matter what they may be have to be subdued for yeah. god's desires to yeah. take preeminence or is that yeah. preeminence yeah. yeah for them to come first like what i want and what you want what we want as a couple needs to be aligned to god's will for us and right. for this day right. so in everything we do and so much more so now even when we um are doing like premarital counseling with couples we always say that um thinking about the wedding day and looking at your wedding day and thinking how much of this wedding day and the plans that you have reflect the glory of God. Yeah. How much of it is about pointing people to God, pointing people back to that showroom of this is That's the, it. The, ultimately our marriages are meant to reflect our relationship between Christ and the church. Yeah. So as his bride and him being the bridegroom, how much of that is reflected in right. our wedding days? What's right. the emphasis that right. we're placing? Right. And that's not to say don't have a beautiful wedding. Have a beautiful wedding. Have a big wedding. But just make sure that in the planning of that, we don't get lost in that source. That we don't forget what that wedding day is supposed to be mm. pointing to. It's a celebration of the covenant that you make as man and wife mm. to God, mm. to each other, but primarily to God to say, God, We've come together yeah. and we're entering this marriage of this institution that you created, you yeah. founded, yeah. and we lay down our desires so that your desires may live through us. Absolutely. They may be seen through us as well. So, and I think that's a, a, a huge, a huge, massive part of marriage and part of the wedding day that's left out and forgotten. Right. Right. So big, so huge, and yet it's forgotten. So, as Christians, it's just so important for us to think of how is every aspect of my life glorifying God and why should the wedding day be left out of that? I love that. I absolutely celebrate that. That's so, so, so good. Why should the wedding day be left out of your 
the submission of your marriage to God. Mm. It's not day zero is us and then we can just go wild, Yolo. go crazy, we yellowing. <laughs> yeah. And then day one, oh, ho- God, holy, holy, holy. Yeah. The whole thing belongs to him. So it all belongs to That's God. That's so good. And I think people listening to this will already agree with that before you've said it, but it's mm. so good to hear it again, to be recharged mm. in that in that wisdom. Do you know, uh-huh. I just remembered, sorry, I just remembered we attended a wedding. Our, um, two of our close friends at the time got married and we attended the wedding. And I remember at the reception, the groom using that as an opportunity to preach the gospel. Yeah, And he literally stood up and at the reception at the point where typically the groom would say a speech his speech was mm-hmm. the gospel mm-hmm. he literally preached and it was quite it was quite a lengthy one as well it wasn't like a two second little dropped word sermon, he dropped a whole sermon it was probably about 30 minutes 30 minutes yeah. at least yeah. and i remember thinking at the time wow like i would never do that yeah. at the time i was thinking i would never do that i could never do that yeah. oh my goodness it's yeah. like now having grown up even a bit more, I'm like, how beautiful is that? That he could set aside, him and his wife both could set aside their hopes and dreams of a picture perfect wedding or the Instagrammable wedding or, you know, having those moments that everybody looks back on to wow. And he could set that aside to say, I love all my guests so much that I'm willing to take up a huge part of my reception to make sure that you guys have heard the gospel, to make sure that you guys know how much the Lord Jesus loves you. That is Wow. Because typically in the groom's speech, you'd make, you thank all the all the donation, the donators. Yeah. You thank yep. all the people who've arrived. Yep. You want to make sure that you cover, 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 cover. Yeah. And drop a, drop a couple of jokes to make sure you keep your guests happy. But he was like, I ain't, it's not about you. It's not about you guys. You're, you're, you're here. You're here at our pleasure. You're here to enjoy our day, our covenant. But we want to celebrate the one who we're covenanted with. Yeah. Not just wow. each other, but in this triangle of mm. me, my wife, my spouse, my husband, and God, mm. that is that is our union. Mm. And God needs to speak here as much as we need to be seen here. Mm-hmm. And it's it's all about displaying the glory of God. And that's not easy because it's not. It really isn't easy. It's not. Shout out to you. You guys know who you are. You guys Shout know out who you, to you are. If you're listening, because wow. Yeah. Yeah. You guys lived. Mm. That was a beautiful example set. Wow. What a journey. I'm mm. looking at, I'm looking at Daisy now uh, across the studio and <laughs> I'm just like she she gets she gets into these deep modes of like she's deep right now. She's thinking hard. Daisy, what's your what's your what's your last thoughts here? Oh, there's so much about um I guess our wedding day experience and our day zero of marriage <laughs> that um is just wrapped up in my mind and especially I guess because we're going into our tenth year, it's just I'm definitely in reflective mode. Mm. I have been in reflective mode a lot. Um, mm. But I'm just ultimately so thankful that um, we had such a strong foundation yeah. that was laid and we had such a beautiful start to our marriage. Mm. And as I look back, as much as I think things weren't picture perfect, there isn't a lot that I would change. Yeah. There isn't a lot yeah. that I would change. Yeah. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to the support we had around us, the people we had around us. And I'm so grateful to God that he led us the way he did. And I'm glad mm. that we put the focus where we did. In the marriage. Yeah. Yeah, in the marriage and working together, building together yeah. and just saying what we do day one to day now mm. is probably more important than what we do in day zero. Mm. And 
yeah, I just, I wanted to, yeah, babe. Yeah. I mean, I love you. Oh, babe, I love you. Ah, not us being all eggy on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not being eggy, I'm being real. Because <laughs> when you recall, when you call, when you think about, you know, the steps, that has been, goodness me, so many steps, right? So many experiences we've had so far so together. I still look at you and I think you guys remember in the last podcast, I'm being more intentional. I'm, I, I wake up in the morning as often as I can and say, Daisy, I choose you. Hmm. I choose you. I love you. I choose you. And I'm stepping up, guys. You know, I'll wake up in the morning, um, you know, Daisy's sound asleep and I'll roll over and look at her and, you know, Daisy will probably forget most of the time, but, you know, I give her kisses on her forehead, on her face I'll, you know, tell her in her ear, I, I love you, I choose you, are you okay? And she's probably half asleep. I am, guys. But let me tell I've you. i needing these kisses when I'm awake, okay? No, you get them, don't worry, you okay. get them. I'm just saying that, <laughs> you, I know that subconsciously it's getting in because it's like I have a whole conversation with you that you don't remember when you actually wake up. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, I love you. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I love you. She goes, mm-hmm. She's like, the kisses, mm-hmm. And she'll be like, thank you. <laughs> and she's there, like, you know, just obviously stirring a little bit, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, I get up, I, I, I get ready for my day, I do my work, whatever it may be. And then she wakes up in the morning and says, oh, where'd you go? I'm like, what do you mean where you go? We had a whole conversation in the morning. <laughs> like, I'm here. Anyway, that's enough um, 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 hearing what, what we do in secret. But I look across the table right now and I'm like, at the woman I'm looking at, and in all the ways that you've grown and all the ways that you've changed, all the way that you've become more woman, more more wife, I love you for it. And you're just my boo. You're my one and only wife. Oh, you're making me blush. It's the truth, man. It's the truth. It's the truth. It's got to be said. It's got to be said. And needless to say, of course, I absolutely feel the same way. <laughs> You don't have to say it because I'm saying it. Moving on swiftly. Exactly. It's all right, babe. It's all right. No pressure. No pressure. Moving on swiftly, guys. Thank you make, so much. Yes. And make sure you stay tuned because our next podcast, we are diving into the expectations versus reality. Yes, Ooh. we are. We're going to get into it. So stay tuned. We are on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts and on YouTube. And follow our IG page at underscore. Pod, Pod with, with us. us.